Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct on my cell phone at 727-8977 or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. Mr. John McKay, how you doing over there? Glad that we're getting some sunshine in mid to upper 50s. Absolutely beautiful here. A little colder over at night, but I'll take that instead of the rain. Yeah, I I will say it was a little shocking. I think uh, yesterday morning there, there was some ice on the windshield. But man, by noon, it was uh, short sleeves and love and life. So Mm -hmm. um, I will tell you, weather like this... um, if it wasn't already, it puts our real estate market on fire. Yes. Like phone ringing off the hook yesterday, already this morning. So, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a busy, it's going to be a busy, busy week or so here for real estate with all of this going on. And we're super, super excited about that. Before we jump into today's topic, we always like to start off with our crazy, national celebrity real estate story Mm -hmm. um this one coming from race car driver tony stewart yes Um, smoke yes in his hometown of indiana is looking to sell what probably would be the most expensive house ever it's on 415 acres Mm -hmm. it literally looks like a bass pro shop like wow. the lodge, like the the house. Fun fact, McKay, um, Tony Stewart, the only driver to ever win what? He uh, won an IRL or IndyCar championship, and I believe he was a NASCAR champion, that, too. You, na- you nailed it. How did yeah. I know, McKay, that you were going to get this right? Drive fast, turn left. <laughs> well, as you should have known as soon as I said, you know, smoke. Yes, I did. gosh, yes, you're exactly right. Only driver ever to win a championship in both series. And he's so, the only open-wheel guy that ever really amounted to anything. You have got to see this place. I in, mean, when in I, NASCAR. When I say it's a Bass Pro Shop, there's literally a koi pond in the middle of his living room like the wow and he's probably got a dirt track out back oh i'm sure on that 458 acres you gotta think there's some turns there to get crazy on um hunting preserve um absolutely twenty thousand square foot lodge stock um property stocked with elk deer and turkey I will tell you though, at thirty million, just for fun, I did the price per square foot on mm-hmm. twenty thousand square. That's fifteen hundred dollars a square foot, or wow. seventy-two thousand dollars an acre. However, you want to look at it, um, it's it's on the market, and he's looking to set another record and be the highest sold house in Indiana. So, we will keep an eye on that and see what happens there. So today, as it's sunny this weekend, and we're Mm -hmm. in the real estate market, and things start to look a little brighter out Mm -hmm. there, and it's a little little easier to go see homes. So two things helped me come up with the topic. Well, really three things. The sun was the third for today. And that was really, I went down last week, appreciate the audience out there listening. We, We ran an encore show. 
I went down to Houston last week. I've been doing a lot of research nationwide. We went to the International Builders Show. We got mm -hmm. some ideas there. I went to Houston this last week, and I followed one of the biggest flippers in Texas for a couple days around their flip projects, Ooh. what they're doing, just to get another perspective on you know what's selling, what's important that people are doing. Um, and then when I got back to my media team and I were reviewing some things earlier this week, and we were looking at which pictures, which listings, what's generating the most views online. And then it gets sunny like this, and it really comes down to spring curb appeal. Like, what are people doing that is making a huge, huge difference? And when when you look at this, and we talk about this about this time, you know, every year, when you look at this, there's been a lot of studies and stuff done. One of the things we work with, uh, Home Light, you've probably seen the ads on HGTV and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we're one of those top agent, you know, recommendations. So when you look at a company like that doing that, um, they put out a recent survey, quoted a lot of the National Association of Realtor Statistics. But when you look at it, 94% of agents agree that buyers are willing to pay more for houses with better curb appeal. Mm -hmm. And in fact, statistically, on average, a buyer will pay 7% more for a house with great curb appeal. And you know, this was like the number one thing when I was going around with this flipper and we were looking at the different houses he had flipped. And, you know, it was what they had done in that very, you know, a lot of those looked amazing in the front yard not quite as nice in the backyard. Uh, but it's amazing because he was getting him in the door, getting that higher price and mm -hmm. seeing, you know, seeing what that was there. So I've got some stats on, uh, you know, some ROI. We, we Sometimes we do a show later in the year where we talk about remodel, but just for curb appeal stats, um, I pulled some out. Estimated cost of fresh exterior paint. Um, between $3,000 to $3,500. Estimated resale value, though, $7,500. So Ooh. that's like 150% ROI. And I know what one of these is, but I'm not going to blurt it out. Nope, you're good. we're going to get to it for sure. We're going to get to it for sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with our basic tips, like things that buyers can do very quickly themselves that make a huge, huge difference. Number one is rent a pressure washer mm -hmm. to power wash the siding and the windows, um, especially on the front of the house. And then don't forget um, the sidewalk, the porch, and the deck. Like mm -hmm. when those are freshened up and clean after we've had a long winter, like you know, like we've had, um, and we've had chemicals on there and people have spilled stuff on there. Um, freshening those up makes a huge, huge difference. Second thing that I wrote down, man, I was out this um, week having lunch with one of the big window washers in town, Jason Klavansky at Sparkling Clean Windows, and it just reminded me, second thing in there that people don't realize, especially after, you know, we had the rain before the sun, you know, and you get a little bit of dust, is wash the windows inside and out. Yes. Um, you know, it's amazing what a clean window looks like, and then what's even more amazing is when you're inside the house looking out the difference between looking through a crystal clear type window versus a smudgy one. Very, mm -hmm. very different, especially with like the sunlight that we're getting. 
right now. Third thing I had on the list here, and it's just, it's that time of year where people haven't done this or they have, it's been too cold. They haven't been wanting to get out and do this. And that is absolutely just tidying up that front yard with removing any sort of clutter, debris, or dead leaves. Like that's a big one right now too, is dead leaves that have blown in there and come in there. Um, it's like housekeeping for the outdoors, and that makes a huge, huge difference right right up the bat, right off the bat. Now, here's a big thing coming out of NAR's report. 75% of real estate agents advise their sellers to implement some sort of lawn care routine before listing the home. So we're talking about coming in to where you're doing a professional weed and feed type program um, where they're fertilizing that, spraying for the weeds, putting down right now. I saw a lot of the companies out last week and the last two weeks where they were doing pre-emergent in the stuff beds. in the mailbox. Yep, and they're and they're they're laying down pre-emergents to to kill things before they come up through those you know through those flower beds. But here's the thing: when you look at that that basic program, running roughly three hundred and forty dollars, I put down for that mm-hmm. estimated resale value that they've got almost twenty one hundred dollars increase. Um, we're looking at almost a five hundred percent return ROI. Wow! Um, from so you've got that really nice early greened up lawn. Um, or you've got, you know, dead grass out front. I've even clients that are listing early. I've even seen them go ahead of time and water that up a little bit. Um, you know, I'm sure I will get in trouble from some sort of conservation group, but if you (laughs) watered it up a little bit, you know, prior, prior, a little early in the season or prior to, if you were going to list, um, that could reap a big financial return in that in that situation. Next thing on the list, and this goes right along with greening up that front lawn. So um, Homelight put out in their top agents insight reports recently that 84% of real estate agents suggest adding fresh bark or gravel to those front beds. Yes. When, when you come up. Um, if you just, especially if they're mulched, if you just top them off, I mean, they look fresh, they look tidy. Sometimes they even have that smell. Mm-hmm. Um, cause well, the bark blows away. Yes. It blows away the it weathers and you can just get that real uniform look by tidying that up. Um, that can end up being an absolute huge return. That's another one of those ones that's in that range of 500% return. You do put down $300 of mulch. You could be looking at a seventeen to eighteen hundred dollar return on that investment. Wow! I mean, so when you're getting those types of returns, those are like the best possible things that you could be doing. Um, the next thing on the list, and we start to get a little bit spendier now. Like I've given you like some of the very very inexpensive ones, a little bit spendier, but big on the list is a stone paver walkway. Whether that's around from your back patio to your side, you know, to your side yard, or you're especially if you're lo- if you're still working on that front curb appeal, you've got that in the front leading up to the front door. NAR estimates you'll get a hundred and five percent ROI on on the stone path. So, 
less maintenance, better return on investment, which is absolutely huge. And then here's the one that I think McKay <laughs> said that he was going to know about, and that is hands down, paint the paint the front door. Yes. Please paint the front door. You know, all winter long, your luggage is hidden. You put black marks on it if you've been traveling. Um, you know, things have blown into that front entrance. A fresh coat of paint with a very inviting color um, generally returns the the highest return you can possibly get. So, and it's a it's one of those things where people just forget like what you're doing is the clients are standing there mm -hmm. looking around at everything that's going on. The next thing on the list that I had that has not been on my list before, but that was new out of this home light report, went right along with the front door. And that was installing some different custom, uh, they said, look at me house numbers. Hmm. There's some really cool house numbers that you can get in different fonts or you could get a lighted house number Ooh. Um, or you could get raised which sits off you know which sits off of the siding a little bit but there's some very very cool that's an easy do-it-yourself project freshen up the house numbers because the clients are standing there while the agent is retrieving the key to get into the house they're looking at the front door they're looking up so they're seeing the house numbers um, this is really a time where you're creating that first impression. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to set the tone for that showing with that agent. And houses are selling right now, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like people that are just tuning in right now, we're not talking about whether the house is going to sell or not. We're going to talk about whether you're going to get the extra 7% for that curb appeal sale. Yeah. So when we come back, we've gone through about nine of my 30 potential <laughs> tips um, for curb appeal. We're in the spring market. It's sunny. People are out looking. When we come back from the break, we'll get through as many of those additional tips as we possibly can. Right here on New... Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. Before the break, we've been talking today about nice spring weather. What are the best return on your investments for curb appeal? We also want to get our pick three out there for mm -hmm. some listings out there. Um, inventory still continues to be lower. So when we get these great listings, we want to get them out to you right away. Pick number one, 71803 East Riata. This is a home that has amazing curb appeal. Custom home located on 0.59 of an acre in the ridge at Riata West. 2690 square feet, four bedrooms, three baths. Beautiful, beautiful, great room layout, raised 11-foot ceilings, tons of windows that really showcase the view, um, dream kitchen, gas cooktop, expansive counter space, quartz countertops, full-tile backsplash. I mean, this place Ooh. is absolutely decked out. Private main-level master retreat, um, dual-sink vanity, tiled walk-in shower. This, I mean, this place has it all. Like, when we talk about that curb appeal... We talked about just a very beautiful, beautiful home. Um, this is it. Huge, fully fenced backyard, lots of space for outdoor gardens and activities. Three-car garage with off additional off-street parking. And that's coming in at $699,900. So for that area mm. of South Kennewick, you know, Southwest Kennewick, with those views, incredible property. Pick number two, 214 Rocky Mountain Court in Richland. 
This is a four bedroom, three bath, um, awesome cul-de-sac location in Willowbrook. 2248 square feet, large kitchen with a breakfast nook, family room off the kitchen with corner fireplace, laundry room on the lower level, upper level master has a big walk-in closet, private three-quarter bath, fully fenced backyard, and listen to this price for South Richland, 465000 So that's going to be a lot of people with the sun out looking at that this weekend. And then pick number three, out on Harrington Road in West Richland, Awesome, awesome lot opportunity. Great opportunity. One and a half acre lot in West Richland. Yakima River view. Um, incredible views. Go ahead. A great place to build your dream home and shop. Animals, irrigation available. And this is coming in priced at two hundred and forty thousand. So wow. for for that big of a lot in that area of West Richland, some great, great inventory on the market. Well, before the break, we were talking about curb appeal. I think we got through about nine or ten of the things that we mm-hmm. can do. I was about halfway through that front door entrance, and we talked about the front door. We talked about some fancy address numbers. Another great thing that you can do is add a sitting chair. If you have front porch areas to where somebody can sit down, a lot mm-hmm. of times people will take their shoes off at that point. It just kind of adds that homey feel to the front and then replace your front doormat. Yeah. New doormats, one of the most inexpensive spruce ups that you can do. You paint that door, you put a new mat on there, um, and it is just, you absolutely looks like the house has been well cared for. So that's, those are some of the huge, huge things that you can do in that front entrance. Put buyers at ease, make them feel that the home is very, very well taken care of right from the start you know when you take the kids out trick-or-treating yes you can tell absolutely a nice front you can porch hundred percent tell you automatically think man this place looks nice they don't have a raggedy mat by the front door yep you nailed it and you just feel that way from that very first impression and that's how you want to start a showing off with the buyers Next thing that we're going to do is talk a little bit about some of the landscape options out there like for instance, the numbers are huge. Like if you were had a bare dirt, you know, yard and you were to seed that yard, put grass mm-hmm. seed down, great time to be seeding a yard right now coming up. I mean, notice the farmers are out in the fields planting things right now. Take note, people, find mm-hmm. time to be you that you could be seeding a grass seed yard like that. Your return on that is four hundred and seventeen percent to wow. recoup the cost of that. And even if you go with sod versus what the sale would be, which is more expensive option, but it is immediate mm-hmm. um, with the look, you that returns 143% of the cost. So your return on investment from putting that grass in, huge, huge, huge. The other thing to look out for too is this happens all the time with our landscaping around here. After five, six, seven years, Make sure that none of the tr- um, the shrubs or trees on the front walkway are overgrown, where they're growing out into the walkway. They're starting to impede on the walkway. Mm-hmm. It's famous, especially in like new construction, where to fill the space. Sometimes, you know, they plant too many plants in those front planters, and they end up taking over the space and then taking over the walkway. Yeah. Make sure that that stuff gets absolutely trimmed. And that it's not back. up against the house where you can't 
huge access. Hundred, uh, you nailed it, McKay, and that's one of the biggest things that bugs. we see: bugs, um, damage to the paint on the mm-hmm. siding. Um, it's one of the biggest things that gets notated on inspection reports for exterior inspections. So yep. if you can get that trimmed away from the house at the same time, absolutely game changer. Next big thing that we have, and um, it's still a little chilly out there for some of this but at night, but it is it won't be too much longer when it comes up that one of the easiest projects you can do is plant some flowers, whether mm-hmm. that be some potted plants uh, at the front doorway um, or that be in ground or around the mailbox in some of those planters is adding some color and variety to the plantings will make a huge, huge deal with the with the curb appeal that we've got there. Okay, so I've hit you, McKay. We've got front door. Mm-hmm. I've hit you with walkways. Yes. And landscaping. Mm-hmm. The next biggest one. Here's a couple um, big ones. The garage door guys are going to freaking love me in town. <laughs> um, here's the next biggest one is either refresh your garage door with a new coat of paint. Um, especially if you are in a family of hockey players and they've been shooting pucks against it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't make that mistake. So refresh <laughs> your, your baseball, our baseball players out there that missed a few times. Um, refresh your garage door with a new coat of paint that matches, um, that matches the front door, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's a great look. Um, huge return on investment. If the garage door has been absolutely, you know, beyond repair or has some dented panels that can't come out. Replace um, it. Roughly garage door cost around 3500 but you recoup almost 98% of that project cost and it adds to the overall curb appeal. So so that's a, that's a big one. Another thing that people are looking for nowadays, and they will open those garage doors and they'll be in and out, is the quieter garage door openers and the Wi-Fi connected garage door openers. Um, if you're going to be replacing, consider putting those in. It adds a technology element um, for savvy buyers that are out there looking for that. The other thing, too, kind of along with that um, technology aspect is at the same time, um, consider the smart doorbell. It goes to that curb appeal. If you've got a ring doorbell or a ding, smart ding, doorbell, ding. That, that will absolutely help with, with those buyers. The next thing on the exterior that we see, not a lot of people do this, um, but when they do, it really stands out. And it's still for the next two months, a pretty big deal for our showings. And that is, um, that lighting up the exterior walkways. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to run wires and put in low voltage wires, solar can be a pain. You nailed it, McKay. Absolutely freaking nailed it. Is now the solar lights and what they put out. You can line your walkway. It gives buyers an easy path to your front door. Makes them feel at ease. You, even if if you don't have the down solar lighting, um, you can put solar powered spotlights in the flower beds that are pointed at the walkway, mm-hmm. um, and you can also do some up lighting on the front of the house, which makes a big big difference with the solar powered lights. And they've come a long way, and they're reasonably affordable. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're not too bad. I mean, if you hit you know you the Home Depot, Lowe's, you can see those out there. Um, yeah, they've come a long, long way with that technology and makes a big, big difference. 
So those with lighting, any exterior lighting that you can add some flare with to the front of the house is a big, big deal. Um, the other thing coming up, the last, um, the last three that I've got um, are a little bit, are a little bit. You have to be careful with. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give a warning, and that is that they're accessorizing. There's a fine line between accessorizing. And adding too much tchotchke, if you know that word. <laughs> too, 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 mu- too much is a bad thing. So I'm going to carefully say incorporating a yard ornament, mm-hmm. but I would stay away from gnomes, McKay. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I would. No, sorry, I've also offended. I've offended too many people on the show today, I think. If there's an occasional gnome that maybe could look okay, mm-hmm. but we are trying to just put something very simple. Yeah. Um, a gazing ball, maybe a bird feeder out there would be mm-hmm. would be an option that they gave. Um, but so, not an army of camouflage gnomes. No, if we have 22 gnomes out there, um, it's going to be a little too much. So incorporate a yard ornament. Also... Know your season. Decorate for the season. So Mm -hmm. if there are still pumpkins around, um, (laughs) we might want to get get rid of those. Yeah. And so decorate for the seasons, whether that's a certain wreath on the door, um, knowing, you know, know your audience and be, you know, applicable to the season. Does that include taking down your Christmas lights? Please, McKay. Please, yes, okay, okay, <laughs> absolutely. It is. We are past our time. If you're listing your house, we need to, we need to have those come down. And then the last thing, and I know everybody has been around and seen this, is um, adding. I put on here adding a new garden hose or an ornate reel can be a big mm-hmm. thing because we've all had those cheap plastic Real. ones. That work really well for seasons one and two, and then go through a winter and they're broke, or the hose is collapsed and not and not rolling off of that thing. It's amazing when somebody mm-hmm. sees that exterior maintenance item, they think, "Oh man, that's so handy and that's nice." Especially Ver- the roller because that will yes. keep it from kinking. Yes, absolutely. And there's nothing more aggravating that makes me lose what little hair I have than a garden hose that has permanent kinks. Yes, you're you're you nailed it. I had put into it was funny at um I had put at my house some very high end um, garden hose reels, like I had, like um, you'll see at like Home Depot, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the crank on them, you with the crank, and they they ratchet back in themselves. They sell them like at a Central Hose Central mm-hmm. Hose and Reel here in Pasco, and just um, awesome. But they're not cheap. You would, I couldn't tell you how many of my neighbors came by and said, "Hey, where did you get that hose reel?" <laughs> um, and so, and it was just like, and my wife would roll her eyes and she'd be like, "Oh my gosh!" But it does like people notice those things. Your mm-hmm. buyer's going to notice that. That's going to increase the price. They will of, of the house. So. There is um, the Homelight National Association of Realtors with a couple Lance Kenmore flares added to that list for mm. what buyers are looking for right now, how a seller can easily add 5 to 7% return on um, on the house price. In today's right prices, now. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in today's prices. So 
Folks, um, the sun's shining out there. I will tell you what, um, just real quickly as we wrap up, our new construction inventory is going fast. When it gets sunny like this, buyers are out there looking. Uh, my team has been writing a record number of new construction contracts mm-hmm. over the last two weeks. Quick warning out there. When this happens, we eat up all the existing inventory the builders will be raising prices. You will see that happen in mm-hmm. the next week to five weeks. Mark my words, you're going to see some price increases out there because we're killing it through the inventory that we have. If you want to get in on new construction, get that locked in before these price increases. Go to KenmoreTeam.com, shoot us a message. We'll get you out there. We'll get those contracts locked in get you with a lender that can lock the interest rate before it goes up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, really a big push right now. So if you're in that in that boat looking for that, go to KenmoreTeam.com, shoot us a message, and we'll get you hooked up. And I will be right back here next week. Right here on News Talk 870.